Welcome to the Something to Think About podcast, where we take a closer look at what the Bible says about common questions. I am Andre Palmer. Hello and welcome again to another edition. And we are in part two of our forgiveness series. So this month we'll be focusing on what does it mean to forgive. Our core scripture is Matthew 6, 14 and 15 which says, if you forgive others for the wrongs they do to you, your Father in heaven will forgive you. But if you don't forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. So it's a ebb and flow. So you forgive others who have wronged you, God forgive your sins, and that's how it works. There's no going around it. Forgiveness is important to maintain our relationships, both at work, at home, and with other people. When you're relating to others, it's important that forgiveness is a part of who you are as a person. It's a core value and a belief system that is vital to even peace of mind. So last week we looked on the definition. It says that to forgive means to be merciful to others who have done wrong to you. It also means to have mercy on others. It also means to let go of the wrong that anyone has done to you. And Paul describes it as putting up with the person. And the last one is to let the offender go free. We'll be going back to that scripture in Matthew 20, Matthew 18, verse 27. And a key part is that the key, there's a key to showing forgiveness, and that is to feel sorry for the offender. In forgiveness, there are two things that happen. There's the offense, which brings discomfort, and then there's the payment, what will ease the discomfort. So, to ease the discomfort, God says to forgive the person. But sometimes, based on the, the, the offense and what the person does, you are requiring some level of payment. Sometimes it's revenge. If somebody say, um, you're, somebody has um, robbed you of your finances, it's like you expect the person to be caught and receive the maximum level of punishment for what they did to you. Not only pay back the money, but also go back, go to jail for a very long time. But here's the thing though, there's a key to forgiving. And that key is to feel sorry for the offender. According to Matthew 18 verse 27, it says, the master felt sorry for his servant freed him and cancelled his debt. What does this mean to feel sorry for an offender? And there is five things that you must pay attention to, and this will help you in terms of your forgiveness. Number one, it, to feel sorry for a person means to restrain your anger. For somebody to hurt you, one thing that happens is that you become angry. But now the other part of the thing, in order for you to forgive the offender, you have to restrain your anger. According to Psalm 78 verse 38, but he is compassionate. He forgave their sins. He did not destroy them. He restrained his anger many times. He did not display all his fury. So, Really, the, the, one of the things you now is that the first step and the first key to showing forgiveness is restraint. Restraint. 
The Bible emphasizes in the book of James that to be slow to anger, quick to listen, slow to get angry. And now, when somebody offends you, the key is to restrain your anger. If you're going to display and to ensure that you practice forgiveness is to restrain your anger for the offense. So that now is the key to not requiring payment for the of what the offender did. So it enables you now to become passionate. So now it, it, the scripture is really describing how God is towards his people, that he is compassionate and he forgave their sins. He did not destroy them. So the, it, it is really the important now is to really display some level of self-control. So next time that person bad drive you or the taxi man stop in front of you suddenly, instead of telling them a piece of your mind, show some level of restraint. Instead of when your boss is speaking down to you or talking to you a particular way, instead of going toe-to-toe -to -toe in an argument, you show some level of restraint. And even when somebody mistreats you on the road, whether it be um, ignoring your needs when you're dealing with businesses, there are times when sometimes a salesperson will show preference to another type of person over you. And these things can get us angry and irritated because it is really poor customer service. But it is required that you show some level of restraint. The second thing is not venting your anger. And in the same scripture, he said he did not display all his fury. And he also did not destroy them. So that's another concept that we want to pay attention. It's not really. Instead, you know, is you hold back your anger. And the second thing is that you did not actually execute what is on your mind. So revenge doesn't happen as a result of you restraining your anger. You are not, you did not, dis, you did not display your fury. The number three, according to Nehemiah 9 verse 17, is to be slow to anger. We mentioned that earlier. And it says, they refused to listen. They forget the miracles you performed for them. They became stubborn and, app and appointed a leader to take them back to slavery in Egypt. But you are a forgiving God, one who is merciful and compassionate, patient and always ready to forgive. You never abandon them. So a key part is to never abandon the person who hurt you. Also, patience is also another key. So if you become impatient, you become angry. You will never be able to show some level of restraint. That now will trigger you now to execute what you, you want to do. You'll say what's on your mind, and it really causes nothing helpful will happen as a result. But Nehemiah now is explaining that it was really, this is really a prayer to us saying that despite what they did, God was a forgiving God, was compassionate, merciful, and patient, and always ready to forgive. So regardless of what was happening, he was always ready to forgive. And that's the place where he was always at. He never abandoned them. So his idea, despite what was, what was it that they decided to do, he did not leave them, he did not abandon them. He honored his com commitment and covenant 
and he was patient with them and he was forgiving to enable now the relationship to flourish. And that's the key. So, and you may be thinking that will the persons take advantage of you when you're at that stage? And yes, they will. But here's the key. Because you are not at that place of anger, you are able now to be, which is number four, is to be kind towards them. So, according to Psalms 86 verse 5, Num and number four is really a choice to be kind. So now you have made a decision. You, you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, full of mercy towards everyone who calls out to you. So regardless of what is happening and regardless of what they did, God was always open and ready to ex extend mercy towards those who call out to him. And we are expected to do likewise, to always be ready to show some level of kindness, some level of mercy. Always be ready to help your child if they need, regardless of how bad they are. Always be ready to love on your spouse, regardless of how they ignore your needs. And to be ready to serve your company, regardless of how they treat you and pay you. And I'm not saying that you you shouldn't you don't deserve to be compensated properly but here is really the mindset of the choice that you are making about how you navigate the issue that you're facing and the last thing we want to look at is to treat the offender in a very loving way according to hosea 11 verse 8 how can i give up ephraim how can i hand you over, Israel. How can I make you like Adma? How can I treat you like Zebiam? I have changed my mind. I am deeply moved. So no, this is no, God is explaining that he cannot give up on his people. But the question is, how can you give up on your company, your child, your spouse, your community? And how can you even give up on yourself? Sometimes we call things against ourselves as well. So it's important that we ensure that we are displaying some level of forgiveness. And those are the five keys. And to repeat them, to restrain your anger, not venting your anger, to be slow to angry, to be making a choice to be kind, that's number four, and treating the offender loving, that's number five. So the question that we want to leave this episode with is, how can you give up on yourself? How can you give up on your children, your spouse, your family members, your organization? And how can you, most importantly, give up on you? That's where we want to leave it this week. And there's something to think about. Until we meet again, God bless and one. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. I release a new episode of this podcast every Tuesday, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you find this information useful, please share this episode with a friend.